You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I'm really excited to have with us today just a delightful guy. Uh, Jared Lestrange got connected to us through Brock Bowen, so one of our faves over at Superpower Experts. Thank you, Brock. Uh, but Jared is a founder of the Global Movement Super Dad. He's out of Brisbane, Australia with his wife and three young girls. And he's also an Australian ninja warrior, barefoot water skier, and natural bodybuilder. So today we're going to be talking with him about superhero powers for dads. I know this is a hot topic as, as all the dads out there are kind of rewriting what it means to show up fully um, in full autonomy with spouses, with children. Um, so I'm really excited to have him on the show to talk, talk about this hot topic. Jared, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Tanya. Very great to be here with you today. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Well, we're going to jump in and ask, what are your superpowers? <laughs> well, I think, um, I think in that bio, you've, um, you've talked about barefoot water skiing. I think being able to walk on water is a pretty good superpower. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> But look, from a, from a business perspective, um, I think I have the ability to really push the boundaries of what's possible and, you know, I guess step out as a, as a leader and a visionary. Um, always wanted to, I guess, unite humanity, find a way to bring people together and, and really um, help in the best possible ways. And uh, that's what the Super Dads is for me. It's It's my... Um, my legacy, my mission, and, um, and my vision for dads to really get the education, support, and accountability they need to um, up their game and, and move to the next level. Oh, beautiful. So how did all of that come about? Uh, 2016, really struggling as a dad, just under the pressures of it all, and I found that there really wasn't a lot out there to support dads. Uh, when I went in search, I found that there was a group called the men's shed that was basically getting together a bunch of old guys doing woodwork and I thought that's not really for me so I started to look at what was available online and really just from there thought okay what are the skills that dads need uh, you know what are, what are the most important things and so I put together it was improving their mindset their stress management their time management their budgeting and finance their exercise and nutrition and dealing with any, you know, um, addictions and compulsions that have become a part of their life so that they really can be a real-life super dad to their family. So I got together with a um, number of experts, a counsellor with 25 years experience, a hypnotherapist and demartini method specialist and a client of mine who was a family accountant and I did the nutrition and um, exercise component and we put this together ran this program online for dads and started up a Facebook group, which has now grown to over 16,000 followers and uh, decided I wanted to bring everything together. So I've now created the Super Dad app and I'm pretty excited to kind of have taught myself to develop my own app and websites and all that sort of stuff, being a personal trainer for, uh, for 15 years. That was certainly a new territory to move into. I love that you're talking about that. The, um, you know, we'll get back to the dad thing in a second, but I really love that you 
are open about, you know, building some of those components for yourself for the business. You know, my husband, Justin, and I often advise companies. It's like, especially if you're just starting out, like there's a lot to be said in building things brick by brick and understanding the components. Because even if you're building a team, the biggest risk we see to businesses in the corporate counterintelligence side of the house is the fact that when people bring on team members or try to outsource something, they have no clue what goes into it. So they can't really ask the right questions. They can't really hold people accountable. They don't really know what to expect and they kind of abdicate to someone. So I love the fact that you were willing to do that for yourself. Um, it, it, in my opinion, it really does change um, how you do your business. Oh, and I absolutely agree. And uh, looking in terms of teaching myself those skills, it was an exciting and frustrating time. Uh, and yet at the same time, it's, um, it's really great that now I have those skills and can begin to delegate out the things that I no longer want to do. Absolutely. Um, and, and you can guide that process so, you, so you're able to manage the outsourcing. Um, so let's go back to the dad thing. What is it that you think is the, like what's leading to some of the confusion and some of the um, reinterpretation and perhaps reinvention of dad and, and, and what that means? What's leading to some of that these days? Mm, well, I guess if we look at our society, things have certainly changed since the olden days where women did so much around the house. I mean, dads are really forced to step up in order to sustain a healthy relationship with their partner for starters. Um, I think women expect more of of the men and, and more presence in the family. You know, we can no longer get away with not changing dirty nappies or getting up to the kid or, um, uh, you know, just... I guess being well and truly, you know, um, a present dad, um, you know, in that relationship and dads really expect a lot more of themselves. Um, yeah, look, I think that, um, when it all comes down to it, we have a, um, as, as dads, maybe a little bit more than the mums, a bit of a, uh, what's the word, um, an inclination towards that, you know, super dad or, or superman um, sort of idea for ourselves. You know, we really want our kids to look up to us as real-life superheroes, and know I do. Uh, so, you know, for me, it's about surrounding myself with dads that, you know, support me and, um, and assist me to, you know, get to that next level as a dad and, and really sort of show up um, as the best version of myself to my family and, and deal with the stress and the pressures of life better. I like that. I like that you're willing to give voice to the fact that, you know, perhaps things are changing. And, and I often go round and round about that. Like, you know, as we change within ourselves, we see the environment change. So how can we really know if, if times are changing? But the consensus seems to be that, it, you know, this feels different. You know, we're working on more integrative concepts within marriages, within parenting situations. Um, and, and I think on a lot of level, our kids are demanding something different from us. You know, I know our experience with Neva is it was like, you know, either we were going to keep up with her or we were going to stifle it. And so it was really a, a conscious choice on our part to kind of pick that ball up and run with it. And, and it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't typical. At least it, you know, it kind of challenged us in ways that we never anticipated. 
but it's creating this really amazing relationship and, and amazing opportunities for her. Absolutely. And as you, um, as we spoke about at the, uh, at the beginning before the interview, you know, what your daughter's doing online now and also what my daughter's being exposed to, you know, it's, it's taking them light years ahead. Uh, you know, they're, they're no longer happy just out in the playground. They really want to be, um, you know, educating themselves and, and they're just being exposed to so much more online now. So, yeah, they're definitely getting very smart very quickly with technology. Well, and it's interesting because I know there's a lot of um, scrutiny about that. And it's, you know, I, I don't – Neva got her first iPad when she was two. And the reason for that, like, if you had asked me when she was about a year and a half, I, there's no way that that would have been in my purview. But um, Justin went to Afghanistan for about six months, and I was – we we just started the corporate counterintelligence firm and uh, we were building that up and, and it got to the point where it was impossible for me to, you know, have business meetings and whatnot because she was getting to the age where she wasn't just going to sit quietly in the corner, you know? And so either, either it was put her in daycare or figure out a way to, to provide her something so that she could attend meetings with me. And, you know, we, we, we went back and forth about it, but what that did in getting her that is that how technologically savvy she is, how, I mean, just, just, she'll say something. I'm like, where did you find out about that? Where did you learn that? She'll say, Oh, it's this app or, you know, or I watched it on YouTube or I Googled it or what, like it's the self-sufficiency is, is so much greater than, than I remember being at that age. And so I know me, you know, maybe I'm not remembering correctly. I don't know, but I would imagine that um, if I were to query my parents, that's what they would say. And, and the, not only that, but the connectivity, you know, knowing that you can connect with people through social media around the world. And, it, you know, so it's really creating this, in my opinion, this really cool ripple effect that hugely outweighs all of the naysayers about the evils of technology. Now, of course, everything in balance, right? And so if, there, if I had any indicator that she was somehow not socialized or that she couldn't carry on a conversation or you know, or put down the device or, or anything like that, that would be an issue. Um, but, but that never came up with her. And so, you know, maybe we're fortunate, but I, I do see huge advantages. Um, plus she has the, the balance of a lot of um, exposure to highly aware, highly spiritual, highly guided people to also keep that consciousness kind of spiritual growth perspective in check as well. And so, so I think it, it there, I, I can see where the environment plays a huge role in it. Um, but I'm seeing the same thing you are. I, I don't see a downside to it. Look, if we don't keep our kids up with where things are going technological-wise and, um, you know, really keep our finger on the pulse to, I guess, support that, then, um, you know, we're missing out on a great opportunity to prepare our kids for the future. I believe, and you're right. It's absolutely about balance. I mean, we um, we're an extremely active family, but um, you know, the kids also really enjoy their uh, their downtime and and their entertainment and learning on um, on their iPads as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and we homeschool, so it's become an amazing tool for that. Um, you know, but but let's go back to the dad thing for a second because you know we talked before the show about 
you, you know, kind of this, this big vision about families and kids and parents and dads and everything else. And, and I loved what you said about getting super specific about your niche. And, um, and I know that that's one of the biggest challenges for those of us who are tapped in and kind of see a big vision and everything else. Can you talk to us about what that process was like for you making the decision to hyper-focus on dads um, first, you know, obviously expansion is always possible, but what, what was that decision like for you to kind of let go of that, that huge, bigger, not let go of it, but maybe, maybe set that over to the side for a second while you built up um, a really strong foundation around the dad concept? Yeah, well, look, what I was talking about with you was, um, you know, initially the vision was, you know, helping families, super families online. And, uh, and then for me, I guess I really asked the question of myself, you know, who is it that, that I'm most qualified and most resonate with and understand the greatest? And obviously it was dads, you know, um, who are just struggling to juggle it all want to improve themselves as a, as a dad, partner, provider and man for their families. And for me, I came up with this, um, you know, with this, with this philosophy that, that, you know, being a super dad is not about being perfect. It's about having a growth mindset and striving to become the very best version of ourselves. And I know that, you know, in our society, there's a lot of dads who are stuck um, you know, they are willing to complain about their problems but not step up and do something about it. So what I really found and, and find is happening with the super dads is, is just that concept of what it means to be a super dad immediately makes people question the action that they're taking in their life to overcome their challenges. And, um, and for me, it's really about flicking that switch uh, you know, or just assisting them to, you know, to get the support, the inspiration and the encouragement that they need to make those changes. So, uh, you know, when it comes to niching down into dads, it was a no-brainer because I really want to work with dads like me that have that growth mindset and, you know, are just really striving to, to show up as their best selves in this world. Mm, that's really powerful. Well, we're going to take a quick break. You've been listening to Super Power Up Podcast. We're talking with Jared Lestrange today about superhero powers for dads. Jared, before we do that, where can people go to find out more about you? So I've actually launched an app for dads. It's the app that every dad needs, and it's at www.thesuperdadapp.com. And it combines everything that we've put together in the last year and a half, uh, you know, it's a social network, a directory of businesses and services, and an online university exclusively for dads. Very cool. We're going to take a short break. Stick with us because when we come back, we're going to talk about um, how you as a parent or as a father specifically can start making some really powerful changes in your life and in your family today. Stay with us. 
Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer -peer learning, intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. We're back. You're listening to the Superpower Podcast. We're talking with Jared Lestrange today about superhero powers for dad. So Jared, what are, let's name three. What do you think are the three greatest kind of superhero powers that dads can work on honing um, to assist their families in their, their own lives? Absolutely. Okay. I think the very first one is a super dad mission and mindset. And that is getting really clear on where you're going as an individual and where you want to take your family, what experiences you want to give them moving forward and, um, and how you want to show up in this world and you know really developing that uh, that mindset that uh, rather than talk down to yourself rather than um, come from a scarcity mindset uh, you know you really are empowering yourself and being your best friend for starters uh, and uh, and I think the second one is living an active lifestyle you know being an active family really being the best role model you can be when it comes to healthy habits. And uh, third one, third one would be, I guess, showing up as a patient and present um, father and partner. Uh, there's way too many families that are breaking down these days. And I think a lot of it is that we just get stagnant. We don't put enough effort into um you know, into our marriages, into our relationships, uh, and um, and I guess communicating effectively or learning to communicate better um, with our partner and our kids. When it all comes down to it, there's no, uh, you know, there's no manual when it comes to being a parent, and a lot of dads have not had the upbringing to immediately step into that role. And, uh, you know, there, there might be some learning that needs to happen in order for them to improve on the skills that their parents have given them, uh, the influence that their parents have had. And, uh, you know, with a lot of broken marriages, you know, there's, there's obviously there's dads who have come from really terrible upbringings that have really stepped up as dads. Um, you know, there's, there's dads that have had um, a great upbringing and, um, you know, they've, they've immediately got those, uh, those good influences in their life that they've had growing up. Um, there's, there's just such a mixture of, of um, you know, challenges for dads when they, um, when they initially sort of step into the role as a parent. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, they're my three. I think it's, it's probably improving, um, improving our mindset, being a great healthy role model and improving our skills um, as, a, as a dad, partner, provider, and man. 
So I can't imagine that anybody listening would disagree with that. I think those are three pretty um, compelling concepts. Um, But what is it that keeps people from really stepping into that? I think, uh, I think it's just people get stuck. You know, I think that, um, you know, the, the problems that dads are facing out there in our society, I mean, especially with, uh, things like custody battles and, uh, you know, falling into, you know, drug and alcohol addictions to cope with, with some of the, the stress and anxiety that they're experiencing in their life. Uh, you know, just not having the amount of support that, that mums have or not communicating effectively with their with their friends and reaching out for support when they need it, uh, you know, struggling silently with, with depression. Uh, you know, I think it's just important for dads to, to finally realise that it's okay to speak up. It's okay to, you know, to have these struggles and these challenges as, as a dad and a partner. And, um, you know, coming together as a, as a group, we've seen dads that have lost, you know, up to 20 kilo. They've saved their marriages. They have overcome depression. They have got the help they need to, you know, overcome some some pretty debilitating, you know, um mental health and, and, um, you know, addictions in their lives. So, you know, these days with the internet being what it is, we've been able to connect dads from all walks of life and all corners of the globe. And, uh, and that's really helped to give other dads perspective and insight and inspiration and, you know, support when they need it. And, now for us it's about connecting dads in person and we've run some retreats and some meetups and you know now I guess for me it's about finding those you know those leaders in in areas throughout you know throughout our world that can um, really connect dads together in person and get active with their families and um, you know really be there for each other. Well, I think part of it is, is that part of the culture being a man um, n- before didn't really lend itself to reaching out and asking for support and um, even talking about it in any way, even to the extent that I think that it stifled internal communication. So the perception would have been, oh, I'm fine, you know, because you are like, like, and on some level you're always fine. But once you start opening up to that dialogue, you realize like there was a lot of aspects of you that you weren't giving voice to and that that you weren't able to kind of tap into. And I don't know if it was always this way, but at least for the last, you know, decade or so, well, actually probably four or five decades, it's been more acceptable for women to kind of do that. Actually, that's probably been forever. You know, that's kind of just part of us. You know, it's the, there's, there's all kinds of stereotypes and biases around that, but but ultimately women tend to kind of gather and talk more together and, and it just wasn't done. I think, you know, perhaps in cultures past, but, but in, in modern cultures and, you know, more, more, uh, you know, first world cultures, if you will, it just wasn't acceptable. That kind of staunch individualism um, took hold of what we perceived to be the masculine role. And, and, and to a large extent, in my opinion, you know, led to some detrimental things. And so separation and kind of that every man is an island unto himself concept. Um, and so I love what you're talking about because it really starts to break down that 
mythology around you have to do it all alone. And ultimately, I think anymore, our bias, especially superpower experts, you know, we're built on collaboration is the idea that you can't do it alone. Like it's virtually impossible. Like you can maybe take your life so far, but ultimately you're going to look up one day and realize that you're limited in that capacity. Um, and so bringing people together and kind of communing in that regard, I think is a really huge step forward. What, what advice do you have for men who don't have that? You know, I mean, obviously there's a lot of different things cropping up, but even to get to the point where you're willing to say, you know, perhaps I should seek this out. Like what, how do, how do people even get to that place? Well, I think the first thing is just realizing that you're not alone. You know, the struggles that you're facing in your life are experienced by so many dads out there. And just being able to talk to another dad that is going through the same thing or has been through that and is out the other side. And I, I just think that's that's just absolutely key. You're absolutely right. We're, we're brought up so much of the time to think that, you know, we need to be a man and we're not allowed to cry. And, and I think that it's changing in that nowadays it is okay to, you know, speak up about the problems that we're facing and, and it's not a bad thing to, you know, to show emotion. We need to show emotion with our kids, you know. We need to, um, you know, we need to be our genuine selves and not lie about what's going on inside us. And so I guess I just encourage dads to be part of something like what we've created with the Super Dads because it does allow you to gain that insight and perspective and um you know, support that you need in a safe environment where, you know, you just realise that you're not alone. And, and um, yeah, I, I think that's the most important thing is, is just, you know, realising that your problems are problems of other dads as well, um, other men, and that um, it feels good to talk about it. Mm, I love that. Yeah, we're seeing the exact same thing over here at Superpower Experts. Uh, my husband runs a men's group, and, and, it, and it is identical. And ironically, that's a lot of the same language that Neva uses with regard to kids who want to do business. You know, you're not alone. And, and, I, and I think across the board, it's like when you can join together and say, oh, wait, you too? You know, you've experienced that too. It just starts to break down this idea of privacy and that everything's personal, not privacy in the sense that you can't have your own kind of sanctuary within yourself, but privacy thinking that, you know, you have all these embarrassing secrets and all this like stuff that you're going through and, and, and you have to keep that hidden. Um, I, I do find that there's value for all different groups, however you relate um, to say, you know, it's, it's not just you. Um, and in recognizing that it does serve an aspect of the ego to make up the story that it is just you because it keeps you separate from everybody else. Um, Jared, I love what you're talking about. I think connection is always the key. Um, so I appreciate the fact that you're doing that with dads. Let's remind people again where they can find out more about you. Yeah, so www.thesuperdadapp.com. Uh, the best thing they can do is actually get onto the app. Uh, we have such a booming community in there. Um, all the education content is for free within there. And, um, you know, we've got support services for dads. We've got a 24-7, you know, help 
directory where if dads and and we've seen this in our in our group if, if dads are going through um you know experiencing suicidal thoughts or you know really just struggling um there are you know the contact numbers for support services 24 7 support services worldwide that they can connect with oh that's amazing i i, I really honor the work that you're doing in the world i think it's very important for those of you out there um, listening, make sure that, you know, if you, if you know that you could use some support and, and some guidance in, in this arena, um, check out what Jared's talking about. I, I think it's a powerful process, and I love the fact that you're bringing folks together. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Tonya. Oh, absolutely. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.